Hello, my rebels, and I hope you're having a good Christmas time. Hopefully, you're having a chance to take a break from a busy year, or maybe you're still on staycation and have been for many months. Either way, it's a pleasure to have you listen to the podcast. Uh, over the days ahead, we have the best of The Rebel, compilations of some of our favorite videos this past year. I hope you enjoy them. We'll be back with original programming very early in the new year, but I think a lot of these videos you're about to hear today in the next few days um, may well be new to you because they were on our YouTube channel, but they were not on my show, The Ezra LeVant Show. So I hope you enjoy these because I think most of them may be new for you and they're really some of our best work. So without further ado, here are the best of the Rebels shows from 2020. And uh, just in closing, let me invite you to become a Rebel News Plus subscriber. You get the video version of these shows, which uh, the podcast is great, but seeing the visuals, especially in some of our most dramatic coverage, really makes a difference. Just go to rebelnews.com, click subscribe. It's eight bucks a month. As you know, we don't take a dime from Trudeau. So this is how we, well, we rely on you, frankly. Okay, here's today's show. Tonight, the best of our anti-lockdown rally coverage. It's December 28th, and this is The Ezra LeVant Show. Why should others go to jail Why? when you're a biggest carbon yeah. consumer I know? There's 8,500 customers here, and you won't give them an answer. The only thing I have to say is government, but why I publish is because it's my bloody right to do so. Here at Rebel News, we have a motto, telling the other side of the story. It's important to know the establishment narrative, the official point of view, what the important people are thinking and doing. Of course it is, but there's always another point of view. And we like to cover it because it's not covered by the mainstream media, especially as they have been colonized so explicitly by the government through the media bailouts. So one of the early symptoms of dissatisfaction with the way the government has handled the lockdown came not from the media party, but from the streets in Toronto and around the country and indeed around the world to see freedom rallies of ordinary people speaking out against the lockdowns. We even had a massive demonstration in Berlin, Germany that Robert F. Kennedy Jr. spoke at. We interviewed a filmmaker there. We learned so much about the other side of the story from talking to unofficial people and what's so interesting to me is if these rallies were covered at all by the media party it was usually to smear them to pick the most extreme looking person in the crowd and have them color the entire event as some kooky gathering it was very interesting to me to look at that smearing of these uh, grassroots protests when in fact i thought they were some of the most articulate protesters i've ever met uh, last point before I get to that year in review is in the past when you look at protests well the media party loves an anti-oil protest an anti-pipeline protest a Black Lives Matter protest an ex uh, a, a uh, extinction rebellion protest all these left-wing protests even if you just had a half a dozen people 
the media would be cheerleaders and they'd certainly edit out, edit out any extremism. These were large protests, well informed by articulate people who were uh, universally peaceful, and yet they were demonized by the media. Doesn't that tell you everything? So now, without further ado, I present to you our year in review of the freedom protests. David Menzies for Rebel News here in Elmer, Ontario. And folks, I can tell you a large demonstration has come to this uh, little town of 7,500. Uh, they are anti-lockdown protesters. And let me tell you, the local politicians, the health authorities, and some in law enforcement are not happy about it. Indeed, Mayor Mary French actually declared a state of an emergency, even though there is no emergency on going right now and I don't think with the peaceful protesters uh, clamoring for an end to the lockdowns I don't think it's going to materialize it's kind of like the Tom Cruise movie Minority Report uh, Mary French is with the pre-crimes unit of uh, Elmer Ontario it would seem and other politicians in other jurisdictions are not happy with this rally either there was a CBC report that interviewed London Mayor Ed Holder and Mayor Holder said he hopes that, quote, no one from London attends this rally and that no one from London opens their home to people who choose to attend this rally, end quote. Well, isn't that kind of fascinating? Because get a load of this, folks. Back in on August the 29th, the city of London had a Black Lives Matter rally and the politicians there didn't try to dissuade anyone away from it. In fact, there were a couple of city councillors that attended and made speeches at the Black Lives Matter London, Ontario rally. So I don't know. I, I guess this Wuhan virus, it's incredibly intelligent and incredibly self-aware. Uh, it'll back off when it comes to, I guess, a demonstration for racial justice. Uh, but it will attack those who want economic freedom and turn itself into something as contagious as the Ebola virus. Now, I'm going to go wander into this crowd and find out what it is that's uh, brought them out to Elmer, Ontario today. Now, you may notice that I am not speaking into my typical Rebel News microphone. And there is a good reason for that, folks. I was across the street en route to this demonstration. There were some, uh, there was a counter protest it looked peaceful. And you know what? I found out the hard way it wasn't. Check out what I encountered. Someone just told me, sir, that they heard you yelling at the protesters uh, that you wished for them to die. Is, is that true? If they want to wear a mask, they get disease, they get that's what they're looking for then, isn't it? Oh, okay. I mean, if, if this is dying from the virus, are people dying from the virus? Answer me that. You answer me that. Are they are they dying from the virus? Yes, but um, I guess when you look, want to catch it because they're not wearing a mask. It's that microphone. Yeah. Oh, actually, this morning, sir. But um, this morning. Yes. You're not with the plan either, are you? Okay. So. Where's your no, mask? Where's so, your mask? Don't get anywhere so, near me with that thing. Okay. Well, you were, you interrupted me, sir. So I'm just trying to give you some. Time I didn't interrupt you. I asked you a question. Yeah. Well, I was doing an interview, so. So are you with? Point that thing at me. Are you kidding me? Is, is he with the radio station? Yeah. Well, oh, you're. I have a hard time not killing stupid people. Really? You have a hard time not killing stupid people. I do. It's all I can do not to. Yes, he is. He like he says. You want to believe what you believe? You believe. I don't give a. Sorry, what was that? Where are you? Where am I? Yeah, 
Yeah, so once again, the love trumps hate crowd is anything but that. It is all about advocating and even using violence, physical violence, vandalism uh, to get their way. We're going to follow up on that thug. You mark my words, folks. If the police here in Elmer are not going to do anything about it, uh, because this is someone, I guess, who advocates the mayor's position, we will go forward with a private prosecution. So in the meantime, let's see what's bringing some of these people out to this demonstration. What, what Pastor Henry did when he was the first person that we knew of in all of Canada to stand up and say, hey, you're going to give me a fine of $880? And he said, is that all? So, sir, I see you have a sign that says Doug Ford is a liar, and that looks like the logo of the line. Um, what has he lied about lately? Well, I think at this point we've, uh, we've lost track because we can't even keep track of Doug Ford anymore. One day he wants to shut restaurants down, the next day he doesn't. One day he's four businesses, the next day he's, you know, he's obsessed with the, with the healthcare people. What I would like to see is a press conference where Doug Ford actually has a press conference and doesn't say, I defer to the chief medical officer of health. Because if that's the case, they should be elected the chief medical officers of health. And it's not acceptable just to say that I'm not a chief medical officer of health. You, sir, make the final decision. You're the leader of the province. If not, hand over the reins to, do to Dr. Williams. I'm a grandmother. I'm not afraid of dying. I'd rather see my grandchildren grow up and have a great time going to school, learning things, going out to play. We're going by the facts. We're going by the science. I trust science. I trust valid, validated research, right? And that's all we're doing. And that right now, the problem with people is they'd rather be deceived than to admit that they've been deceived, right? Because otherwise they'd have to admit that the last eight months, we've simply been living a lie. Hi, sir. Your, your sign begs the question, why does your wife hate you? Uh, well, it's because I'm uh, here with a bunch of uh, irresponsible people who are defying the government. And uh, it's embarrassing to this town and I'm disgusted by it. Oh, so uh, you're part of the, I guess, the counter protest that's, you know. I suppose, I, I guess you could call it that, sure. And, and I guess, is your clown costume, is that a statement on well, what? I to blend in with the crowd here. So, <laughs> you know, uh, I figured I'd come out in regalia. I'm just wondering, is there any particular um, grudge you have with this other side that is anti-lockdown? And when you talk to them, they say that so many of these um, virus lockdowns are maybe doing more harm than good. You know, the number. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the lockdown's a difficult thing. Uh, I understand how difficult it is. You know, my wife was out of work for three months. I was lucky enough to work from home. I understand they're frustrated. I get it. I do not think that uh, we need to go into another one. But that said, I supported the original one and I support the public health measures. And do you trust the various governments uh, in terms of the advice they're giving to people? For the most part, I'm a bit disappointed that it was a bit wishy-washy. Uh, they have gone back and forth like at the beginning about masks. Um, but I think they're, they're doing their best. 
And I gotta tell you folks, um, with all the customization of masks, I looked at this gentleman, I said, my God, that looks like an actual human beard. And then I got a little closer, <laughs> it is a beard. Hey, is this working? Is this mask fooling anyone, sir? This this makes everybody happy, right? It, make, it <laughs> makes the people feel safe. And you know, I got a mask on, I'm compliant now. So it's working out for everyone. Uh, it works for me. It works for the store owners. Like they see I have a mask and they do not know what to answer to this. Now, what is your sign, sir? COVID-19 lost its power. Doug Tur fraud took it all. Now we have a, a, test, a test pandemic. Forgive me. So what is an a test pandemic? Well, the tests that are taken these days, they are worth nothing. What are they really testing? They do not test the COVID. They test something. Even old um, vaccine residues are tested as positive. Yeah, so everybody who has been injected with a an, uh, an vaccine, they also test positive. And, and, you know, this is a very important point, I think, because we keep hearing the fear mongers say, oh, record COVID-19 positive ca cases day by day. And yet I think the only statistic that really matters is the number of deaths from the virus. Um, and when you look worldwide at the total, it's basically the total of a, a very bad flu season. Season, isn't it? Correct. And like if you look at um, the mortality statistics, they are no different than any other years. Well, folks, as the sun begins to set on Elmer, the protest is winding down. The hundreds of protesters have formed the convoy. They went into town. They did a victory lap and now they're returning to the recreation center. And what did we learn from this anti-lockdown protest? Well, I think we learned that the priorities of Mayor Mary French were completely skewed. She declared a state of emergency, thinking that these people who engaged in a peaceful protest were going to be violent, as if these people asking for an end to the lockdowns were going to be like the Antifa types throwing rocks and Molotov cocktails, when, as you saw earlier in the report, the only vulgarity and vandalism and violence that we experienced was on this side of the street by the pro-lockdown protesters, by the people that support more government and support more lockdowns and basically support more misery. It was the counter-protesters who chant slogans like love Trump's hate. They're the first ones to throw a haymaker. Funny that. For Rebel News, I'm David the Menzoid Menzies. For Rebel News, I'm Tamara Ugolini, pointing out the selective reporting techniques of the mainstream media. So while Global News sat back and wrote two sentences on the rally, the angle taken seems to be one of highlighting division and exclusion. These are the same mainstream media outlets that cover and promote racial social justice protests and cry unity and inclusivity. And in response to a continually peaceful, respectful protest that ignored the aggressive counter-protester slurs and name-calling attacks, this is the kind of perverted reporting the public receives. Then to somehow highlight that police are collecting evidence to, <laughs> what, fine people for peaceful assembly? Well, here at Rebel News, we'll be following that development closely. 
Now, I was hopeful that CTV would have some accurate reporting when I saw their cameraman on the scene interviewing Pastor Hildebrandt. Sadly, it doesn't appear much better. Again, they highlight only the counter-protest sentiment and the threat of Tanya Calvert of St. Thomas Police Service, who is quoted as saying that the police, who, by the way, did an absolutely stand-up job at keeping the protesters safe and assisting in traffic control for the march to the Cenotaph, are, quote, collecting evidence today and in consultation with the Crown Attorney's Office, we will review evidence that we have for prosecution and see if we can move forward. Another factor worth pointing out here were the businesses that decided to close completely this day for fear of business? Here's what one protester had to say about small businesses. There's a lot of business owners that are actually against the lockdowns, but they're too afraid to come out and actually speak their mind because the other half of our community right now is uh, pretty much actively trying to smear everybody that's part of the Freedom Rally. You know, there's nothing, there's, there's nobody coming together right now. There's a really strong divide in our community. And here's what another protester had to say about the reporting continually seen by the mainstream media and local mayor's response to the Freedom Rally. What do you say to the St. Thomas mayor who urged some businesses to close today in detest of this gathering? Well, just more propaganda from mainstream media. There's nothing to be afraid of here, folks. Just don't listen to them. Mainstream media. The mainstream narrative seems to put the onus on these protesters for the business closures when who is really responsible for instilling this fear on small businesses? Peaceful protesters who didn't go near the downtown? Or could it be the bullying and coercive actions of public health units across Ontario threatening fines and closures to anyone who doesn't enforce their mandate? Or what about accountability from the mainstream media for publishing vilified reports that fuel division between us versus them, and the endless promotion of a culture of fear while completely ignoring the entire basis of these protests, which aren't simply anti-mask, but rather anti-lockdown, highlighting that the fallout of the lockdown is much worse than the virus itself. They want to prioritize democratic debate to find tangible solutions to assess the overall societal effects of the alleged pandemic, while demanding government accountability and insisting on accurate data so that the people can use their own discernment to assess the risk versus the benefit to navigate how to live their own life. For Rebel News, I'm Tamara Ugolini. Sheila Gunn-Reed for Rebel News here in front of Calgary City Hall. I'm at the very first Saturday Walk for Freedom after last Tuesday's provincial government announcement that Alberta would be moving into a harder lockdown to prevent the spread of the coronavirus. The provincial government has banned indoor and outdoor gatherings outside of one's own household. Restaurants are closed except for takeout only. Retail is limited to 15% of fire code capacity and personal care in gyms and salons are all forced closed. What this means is that the approximately 1,000 people who are gathered here today are risking $1,200 in fines to gather to protest the lockdown restrictions. Let's go ask them why they're here and what message, if any, they have for the provincial government. Why did you come down to the protest today? 
because I'm a free citizen and it's against our constitutional rights to have to wear masks to go into a store, to not be able to gather with our families over Christmas. Like this is free choice and I'm a Canadian citizen and I'm standing up for my rights. I'm here because I believe in like the human rights of people and that they should just shine and go and not be told what to do and they should just do what they believe that's in their heart and how they feel. Alberta Health posts right on the website. The average age of death is 82, and of course that's unfortunate. Um, however, you know you have 75% of those people with three or more comorbidities. You have another 15% with two or more, and another five with one. So contextually, we have about 99% of people recovering from this, and it's like, what exactly are we doing here? Are we trying to shut the economy down? Came down from the fundamental freedoms, my fundamental human rights um, to assemble peacefully and just to voice my opinion that this is all completely a bullshit. <laughs> if you critically look at the information going on around us, if you analyze, if you're objective, if you uh, look at the data and if you ask questions, um, you, will, you will have a clearer understanding than the hysteria that is being fed to us. Um, you need to shut off the TV, shut off the media, start asking more questions. Give a message for the provincial government. They put us back into hard lockdown on Tuesday. My message is you don't get to dictate who I'm going to have over for Christmas, who can come to my house. Those are my choices and my choices are being taken away illegally and they do not have the legal right to take away people's constitutional rights. message to, to Kenny is, where's your spine? You came in talking a big game, now all of a sudden you're just crumbling. I'm just so disappointed with you, Kenny. I think the provincial government needs to start acting a little bit more independently. Um, the federal, uh, Justin Trudeau and the federal government isn't exactly uh, stepping up. They're not prioritizing the right people. They're answering to people who are in the higher echelons of this world, uh, the globalists, if you will. I'm not speaking to the government. I'm speaking to the hearts and minds of Calgarians. That's why I'm here. Yeah, stop interfering in the people's fundamental rights. That's it. Take care of your immune system. Taking care of your immune system doesn't have to do with a mask, gloves, sanitizing, social distancing. Uh, your your immune system's inside you. Therefore, the help should go within, like not not outside of you. We need to step back and reassess what kind of Alberta we want to create and what kind of Canada we want to create. I feel like my rights are being infringed upon, and I'm really scared of those COVID camps. Our freedom has no price tag. You cannot put a price tag on freedom, so I don't care what the price is for the fine. I'll yep. come do it every single weekend. I don't care. And I challenge anybody to come to my house and give me a ticket because I literally don't care. They do not have the legal right to take away people's constitutional rights, to gather peacefully, to ha break bread with their families, to go to work without having to be muzzled with a mask and I'm standing up for that. People need to stand up. Well, there you have it. These folks say they're going to be here every single week until the lockdown is over. They're coming back to protest the government. And again this week, another diverse crowd, people from all backgrounds and all political stripes. I even had a conversation with a lady who told me she bleeds NDP orange, and yet she's here with people she stands on the opposite side of the political spectrum from because freedom is for everyone. For Rebel News here in Calgary, 
I'm Sheila Gunn-Reed. David Menzies for Rebel News here in Toronto. Well, folks, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Actually, it isn't. You see, all the shops are closed on what should be the biggest shopping weekend of the year, namely the weekend before Christmas Day. But of course, the uh, double-headed Grinch of uh, Doug Ford and John Tory, they've made sure everyone's locked down. Well, mostly everyone. It depends if you have a, a lobbyist uh, like Walmart does to stay open. And speaking of Grinches, it was John Tory who last month cancelled the official Toronto Santa Claus parade. But guess what? The anti-lockdown folks that have been protesting this egregious attack on our freedom since April, well, they're here and they're here to put on an unofficial Santa Claus parade. Now, I got to tell you, the police aren't happy about that. A few days ago, they tweeted out that um, this gathering has not been authorized by the City of Toronto and they told residents to please not attend. Um, I, I guess the only thing missing was an or else because we know how John Tory treats rebels, uh, namely check out what happened to Adam Skelly back at his Adamson barbecue last month. But you know what, John Tory? Hold your horses. Yeah, literally, because it turns out that you and many other levels of government have proclaimed that Santa Claus has now been given permission to avoid the lockdowns. Uh, Tory, Premier Ford, uh, Prime Minister Trudeau, even Dr. Theresa Tam has said Santa Claus is cleared to uh, take part in Christmas. I would like to officially declare you an essential worker in Canada and clear you to work on Christmas Eve. I am so glad to hear that, Teresa. <laughs> I think that's a legal out if you ask me and I'm no lawyer. So what remains to be seen, will this Santa Claus parade go ahead or not? Will it be a matter of ho, ho, ho or no, no, no? Let's see and find out. So, sir, I'm reading your sign. It says Christmas is essential, but we've heard from uh, various politicians and uh, health authorities that it's not so essential. They need to stick to their bailiwick. Uh, the Charter of Rights and Freedoms guarantees our rights and freedoms. With regard to religious celebrations and Christmas, Christmas is essential. It's a time of joy. We should be feeling joy at this time of year. This is Canada. We can do what we want. And, is, and, and under our charter rights and our constitution, unless you comply with this government and their demands, you're not doing anything wrong. We Life here is amazing. People are super positive and everybody is talking in words of love and freedom. Well, as far as I'm concerned, the government has nothing to do with Santa. I don't take orders from the government when it comes to Christmas for the kids. It's and all the about the kids. Pool's in Canada, so he doesn't even have to quarantine. Yeah. He just had to come down and he's good to go. We're definitely here. People showed up. We have a lot of kids who are very happy to celebrate the normal life. We're definitely going to do what we can to make sure that our children have a normal life with Santa Claus, with pictures, with gifts. And that's why we're here today. 
They trying to pin me as one of the organizers and even gave me a ticket. Another ticket! Organizing. Everybody knows that this was organized anonymously and authorized by the North Pole itself. And I want to tip my hat, proverbially, uh, to yes. the Toronto Police Service yes. because they're making it happen. They've yep. blocked off the intersections. Yep. It's the opposite of what happened at Adams and Barbecue. Yeah, I, th I think so. The police is definitely on our side. Uh, they want to make sure that children can exercise their right for the Christmas as well. And that's why we're here. So we're definitely thankful of the police and they've been great today. Well, you know what, folks? We're on Young Street, north of Wellesley. That's about three subway stops. And I got to tell you, I think it's the Christmas miracle. I think it's the freedom of expression miracle. Um, these people are not being shut down. The police are giving them an escort. So, ho, 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 Merry Christmas indeed. Folks, I think we're at the end of our illicit Santa Claus parade. I think the original idea was for the floats to make a U-turn here at St. Clair Avenue, but it looks like the police aren't going to allow that. So there is a, a traffic jam as far as the eye can see in both directions. And uh, it looks like um, people are going to have to make it back down to Young Dundas Square uh, by foot. But, well, I guess half a Santa Claus parade is better than a full Santa Claus parade. Uh, besides, you don't want to anger Mayor Tory too much as Adam Skelly discovered because, hey, you never know, <laughs> Boxing Day might come early. For Rebel News, I'm David the Menzoid Menzies. David Menzies for Rebel News here in Toronto. And folks, if you can, please go to journalistdefensefund.com. Sometimes we have legal fees. Sometimes we have bodyguards that we need to hire. But it's all worth it when it comes to telling you the other side of the story. Well, you know, can you believe it? That Grinch John Tory a few days ago, he, uh, he stole Christmas. Well, not exactly, but he cancelled the Santa Claus parade. Even though every time I've ever seen a Santa Claus parade in its 100-year history here in Toronto, it tends to be attracting children, and we know children are virtually invulnerable to the Wuhan virus, but the Santa Claus parade uh, is yet another casualty of this virus. But you know what, folks? Uh, I've decided to rebrand myself as Santa Menzoid today. That's because, as you know, we're selling these I am exempt badges uh, for $10, but we had a generous donor buy several thousand of these badges and he wants us to distribute them. So I have a sack of several hundred. Anyone that wants one, or even two, well, let me do the math on that. That's a $20 value if you take two, holy mackerel. So yes, it's Christmas in September here at Young Dundas Square, and uh, time for me to start handing out the treats. Yeah, because I think they're gonna cancel Halloween too. While supplies last, don't forget All that. Right. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, yeah in Good work. Thank you, sir. David. Hey, how don't you doing, let sir? Them scare you. Thank you. All right. You got backup. I scare easy. Keep doing what you're doing. Thank you, guys. Don't get intimidated. Thank you. Honestly. Well, look at that. All you have to do is give somebody a $10 badge and they love you. <laughs>
Oh, it's going well, ma'am. Thank you for asking. <laughs> Absolutely, ma'am. Thank you for your work. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you. Anyone, there you go. Absolutely. They're all free while supplies last. There you go. Yeah. Thank you, thank you sir. So what, what do you think, sir? Do you think these badges will be effective in warding off all the prying Karens out there? I hope so. Yes, I hope so. Have you had any, any, any encounters where a Karen has come up to you and waved their finger or a couple but they yeah. typically leave me alone yeah yeah no i don't mask anywhere ever <laughs> you know we're hoping you know kind of like in nature like you see a hornet black and yellow it tells all the other bugs back off right i, I mean business so that's right maybe that'll have there thank you very much how about yourself man you oh, thank appreciate you, everything you do thank you thank you how about yourself ma'am you're gonna wear that with pride i am happy to wear it but it makes me very sad that we have to. Yes. Like, it's like the scarlet letter almost. And, and I think it's a reverse scarlet letter. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. Right. Well, wear it with, with joy. Hello, ladies. Would you like one, too? Or? I appreciate that. Thank you. Oh, absolutely, sir. There you go. Absolutely, ma'am. Okay, then. Well, it's actually a two-button limit, sir, but okay. I'll, if you got... I'm oh, okay then. You, yeah, yes, sir. Okay. <laughs> you then I'll let it slide. <laughs> okay. Well, my wife. Okay. How are you, my friend? Very good, sir. Oh, sir. the Argentinian, right? Let me, absolutely, ma'am. Let me take a picture there. with. Thank you. Oh yeah. Oh, my there friend is going to take. Wow. It's like trick or treat. <laughs> I know, right? Anyway, yes, my sir. My friend is going to take a picture. Oh, of absolutely. <laughs> These, well, I got to tell you, these buttons, these are a hot item. This is, I think, folks, this is the must-have fashion accessory of 2020. I brought, I don't know, 300. I think I'm down to 150 now. And they're just flying out of the bag. Are you going to wear yours, sir? Oh, yeah. Are you, are you kidding me? I have it all over the place. Thank you. Take care, then. Thank you. Hey, ma'am. How are you doing there? the Rebel. Oh, right. Would you like a badge, ma'am? I would love it. Can I take a couple? You can take two. Two badge limit. <laughs> okay. That's a $20 value. Free. Uh, yeah, oh, no, no. It's free today, though. All the prying Karens that are telling you to mask up. Absolutely. I haven't been wearing a mask, and I won't. And I am exempt. And what kind of reaction do you get from people? Because, you know, we, we have found people that they get bullied, they get shamed, they get the stink eye. What have you endured when you go massless in public? In some areas, they do let me in. And when I'm in and people look at me without the mask, I smile. <laughs> and that's all I can do, right? And uh, some people say, yay, good for you. But I see that a lot of people are wearing the mask because they still have the fear and they want to come. Comply. I will not comply. I'm a rebel, and I will remain one. Oh well, God bless you then. We're we're pride, ma'am. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right. Okay, take care. Hey, how you doing, guys? Would you like some uh, badges? Absolutely. Ten dollar value, free today. Free? Can I take a few? Can take two. Two is a limit. Oh, two is a limit. I just want to make sure I have enough for everybody here, right? Yes. Hey, how you doing, ma'am? Wow, look at this. Huh? Reach in and grab one? Yes. What do you think? Is this the must-have fashion accessory for 2020? Yes, we're very fashionable. Holy mackerel, you took three. You know, it's a two-badge limit. I'll let it I'll let it slide, don't worry. I, I feel like Santa Claus today. <laughs> yes, That's wonderful. I'm glad you guys speak up. I don't want to be... My kids are going to disown us. Our kids, my kids are anyway. 
Yeah, yeah, but you I know, listen to Rebel News all the time. Sorry. On the TTC. Unbelievable. Well, let me tell you, my friend, please take an I am exempt badge. If you wear it. To ward up, absolutely, sir, please. Openism has led to communism. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay, wow, is, is it, this is the must-have fashion item for uh, 2020, isn't it? Shirt inspired by you. <laughs> Ministry of Truth. You got it. I got it. Yeah. Or, Orwell would approve. How about a, how about a badge, guys? Thank okay. You thank oh, is that for me? Yeah, oh, thank you very much. Thank you. Well, that's our show for today. Thanks so much for watching. Until next time, on behalf of all of us here at Rebel World Headquarters, good night. Keep fighting for freedom.